If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. So let's bring her out. The star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Ms. Judy Gold. today. I have to say, this is an exceptionally special Kill Me Now episode. It really is, because there is nothing like talking to another comedian who you have respected since day one, who has integrity, who has incredible work ethic, who has no bullshit, who just wants to be a great stand-up, which has always been my goal. I've always gravitated toward doing stand-up, even when I was doing other things. It's about the stand-up. And this woman, I can't, I, A, hilarious, so accomplished, so fucking real. Thank you. Thank you're really fucking, you are really real. And, you know, we don't see each other a lot, but I swear to God, every time I see her, it's like your home. It's like safe yeah. home. I feel the same way. And winner, uh, I mean, you've won. You were funniest female when those stupid fucking American comedy awards. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've, Tonight Show, 14 times? 15? It got way up there because then I was playing games 16. on there, too. Oh, right. <laughs> Letterman. Uh, the epitome of... A fucking great stand-up. The old yeah. school, just a joke. Old school. Ladies and gentlemen, my friend, Kathleen Madigan is here! Thank you! Kathleen Madigan is on Kill Me Now! Yeah! Um, Kathleen, I love you. I follow, I adore I follow you. Kill Me Now on Twitter. You right. do? Good. Oh, we don't... Uh, I see what you're up to. Yeah. yeah. Listen. Hash, uh, hashtag Kill Me Now. Now, Madigan is, is from St. Louis. What's, the, what's with the floods over in St. Louis? Um, well, people that choose to live that close to rivers, the, these things happen. Yeah, yeah, but they're happening more now. Well, uh, you could blame the Army Corps of Engineers for not properly checking dams and levees. If you really want an answer, mm. I would point and dikes so and dikes. All those <laughs> those broken dikes. Yeah, but you know what? Um, this is what I love about Madigan. You know, blue collar comedy. You know, mm. we can say blue collar that you're. Yeah, yeah sure. My because... mother loves your comedy. Okay, that works. Your mother. What about fucking? First of all. You know how it is. When I do like, too. Hey, I do you? too. But I'm just That's saying, okay. my mom. No, but a big I'm fan just saying that you know it's one thing when you're like you're a comic, and then someone's like, "Do you know so and so?" They're right. self, and you're like, "Yes, I do." And then like Elisa's, Elisa, my partner, loves you. And then her fucking, I don't know who it was. I think it was her mother. Like Elisa is now repeating your jokes. That her mother told her that, 
that I already know <laughs> that, and she's now doing. I go, Elisa, I, I like know it. that's awesome. The joke. I know it irritates you. That's why I like <laughs> it. I'm gonna send her a sign copy of my next CD. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. well, oh my god, she will. Fu- all right, for her mother, that's really cool. Um, my mother is in love with Bobby Lee, according, really? according to Vicky Madigan. Bobby, Bobby Lee. Lee is the funniest human that has ever walked the Really? Like she can act out his scenes when he used to be on whatever uh, Mad, one of Mad shows. TV. Yeah. Yeah. She'll go, I don't He's a just, nice, nice guy. I know. He's, I said, but he well, is very he funny. Yeah. a nice guy, and he's always at the comedy store, Mom, yeah. if you'd like to come to L.A. Well, the thing it. I love about, you know, because you, you are so universal, and so many, I mean, you appeal to... Oh shit! I didn't know my oh. phone was. But play the song. Let's this sing is it. my phone. Yeah. <laughs> Take a nothing day and suddenly make it all seem worth. Girl, and you should know boom. it. Boom! Boom! It's gonna end soon. Right here. Hey, it doesn't. Wow! It's going long. Yeah. Wow. Maybe it's a really important caller. Uh, it's unknown. Can't cut off at the best part. Um, yeah. Do you love that? I don't even yeah. get sick of my Mary Tyler Moore thing. I don't even know how to make a song go on there. I'll do it for you. Listen. I have a beer bottle opening. So I'll do it for you. You do? I love. So here's the thing. Like, Madigan, to me, you know, you are, you are, no, your demographic, like, it's, it's everyone. It really is. You appeal to a very. It's a little older, though. I know. Well, I feel like I'm getting. But you know, then I get like twenty-year-old like, guys there because I do that World's Dumbest show. Oh right, and, right, right, right. And they love me. Like I don't. Oh, that's good. Yeah. You only need to live as long as your fans. I've already right. figured it out. Right. Like if even if my fans are sixty, if I only need to work ten more years, right, everything's fine. I don't care if they're old. Yeah, I. I it, just want. Yeah, I feel I like either. it doesn't matter what age is in the room when you're on stage, though. You're going uh, to get a good. The, um, Club owners. Yeah. Well, the, the, no, no. I mean, whether they're in their twenties or their sixties, your jokes are going to be funny. Like they're going to expand. Yeah, I just think kids like a little. I don't know. I talk about politics and my family, right. and they don't really. They're not some. Right. Some, some. But the thing is, is like you're you. You know, the, there's so many interesting things about you. You're, you're the oldest, eldest of seven children. Middle. Oldest girl. I thought you were the... No. You always talked about how you had to take care of your younger well, brothers Well, that's because I'm more responsible. Right, and you're female. <laughs> but the story... The oldest-minded right. of your siblings. And, you know, you're unapologetic. I don't want kids. I brought kids up. Yeah, I don't I'm, want... I'm, I'm done. I'm good. Good. Yeah. yeah. I and like I being an aunt. I like being yeah, that's great. Perfect. Now, the other thing is, the story of your father, of your parents, the story of your father being a pipe fitter who went to college, uh, went to went through college, went through law school yeah. as a pipe fitter, yeah. full-time. What is a pipe fitter? A pipe fitter, a steam fitter. A what? Um, it's a, it's a steam? A, yeah, a steam fitter would be another name for it. Like, like, like when they build a giant building, like it's like a a, made, a plumber on steroids. Like they wow. Right, giant and it's pipes. sort of engineering Ooh. slash plumbing. Yeah, like a brewery, which is all pipes. Right. Yeah. They have full-time pipe fitters at breweries. Wow, right? but so, they don't do... They do. I see, I see. Okay, okay. So like for exhaust manual pipes. labor, but you kind of yeah. have to be smart. Yeah, it's a I union. Got you. It's a wow. good union. Well, yeah. it used to be a good union. And game. so he goes to law school, becomes sure. an attorney, and then becomes a judge. Oh, my God. Because some guy died. I go, is that how you get gigs now? 
Yeah, you, you, have to, you have to wait for oh, me. Oh, hello? <laughs> well, I, you know the, you I know. know the story. I said to, what do you think I'm waiting for? I said to Just Jackie, kidding. I go, either I need three more, because I work at the Mirage in Vegas, and it's mm-hmm. this aces of comedy thing, and mm-hmm. I said, I, I don't feel like I'm getting enough weekends, and I said, I either need two people to die, or I have to kill them. <laughs> The first one would be Daniel Tosh. <laughs> and maybe my good friend Ron White. I'm going to take Oh, him. I love Ron White. I got to. I love that guy. I mean, what are friends for? Exactly. Um, but you, yeah, but he, that he was a judge. Yeah. Because... yeah he, and the work ethic. I, I mean, what, the more I read about you, it's that work ethic that, you know, nothing comes to you. You got to work for it. Don't apologize and shut the fuck up and stop complaining. Yes. yes. I mean, and it is. And I think that's why we bonded. I mean, we came out um, as stand-ups at the same time. Like we it was me, you, Wendy Liebman, Margaret Cho. Uh, trying to think, well, I do one of those ladies of laughter's with Bob Hope, but I'm trying to think yeah. who else was on it. This and like Wendy's still out doing it. Margaret's out doing yeah. her thing, which has always been, you know, eclectic. She, yeah, yeah. Left field. But but, that, but that was the audience. And we were not the ones. Mm-hmm. Also, um, Wanda came about, yeah. and our, but we're we never said, oh, well, because we're women, blank. You know, we just did our work. Yeah, and I didn't even care when people go, oh, does it bother you if they call you a female comedian? As long as they're still giving out trophies, I'll take any subcategory. Right. I, I, don't, I don't. I'll take the money. I'll take the trophy. You know what I hated? I'll take it. I hate. I, I the only thing I hate it. Like I remember, you remember the times where you'd be like calling the clubs yourself and like uh yeah i wanna and they're like well we had a woman here three months ago she didn't do well uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 that, yeah yeah that we went through those times i but, feel oh, like the black comics got um screwed on that too because yes. def jam as soon as def jam comedy came on all my funny black non-def jam right. comedy friends were like well i just called the club and he's like you better not be one of those def jam guys right 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 it'd be somebody like vince morris right he's not def jam but right. they got the rap Oh, man. They did. I really do. I feel like black eyes also, black male comics, it was, it was also, we'll have one on the show, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We can't, two, now it's a gang. Right. That it's urban. So, like, women, it's, like, hysterical and, (laughs) and and ladies night out and black guys, it's, like, urban. The HBO Women of the Night filmed at Bimbo's. Yeah. Really? Thanks, guys. That's hilarious. Yeah. Let's um, all get out of the car in front of bimbos. You, one of your greatest um, ath- athletic achievements. I, I mean, achievements. And you were a jock. You were a jock in high school. I was the worst. No, I was ter- seriously. I was okay, just... but but you won. Yeah. Um, you won the wait. I wrote it down. Mid Missouri hoops shoot championship. The shortest person. Ever to win the Mid Missouri Hoops Shoot Championship yeah. at five foot two inches. Yeah. On... Well, and back then it was really probably four eleven. That's right. so I only, I funny. I was in fifth grade, and I shot them all underhanded. And I'm not embarrassed to say that. You did? Yeah, fifteen out of fifteen. Wow. I went down to this. Remember out, when we shot uh, underhanded? Good job. Oh well, my like God. I swear to God, that one there was an NBA guy who did it, and he kept telling Shaq to do it. Right. Because you can't do any worse. Right. Than you're oh, doing. Yeah. So, and well, you get so much more leverage and speed like that. Right. Yeah. Especially if you don't like, he didn't have any. He didn't have like touch. Right. Shaq was just like, like a monster, right, just right. throwing bricks at a wall. Yeah, the underhanded it worked. 
What about when you used to... Made the um, whole family have to go to Kansas City. Oh, good. I snuck down and entered myself at the Elks Lodge. In the no place. way. Yeah, and then I came home. Big news. Ha ha. We are going Kansas that City. Is, did the whole family yeah, come? They have to. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. But you played volleyball, track, and basketball. But you have to understand, I went to high school in two different places. In right. the Ozarks with some hillbillies, and right. then in Ferguson, which maybe you've seen our travel brochure right. in Ferguson, Missouri. Um, huh. But at the, the high school in the Ozarks, there were no people. You didn't have to make the team. You just had to show up. Right. Uh, Seriously. Yeah. And I just went along for the bus rides. Right. I absolutely... <laughs> it was fun. I hated volleyball with a passion that is unspeakable. Basketball, I liked. I just was terrible. Yeah. Right. What I was good at, they didn't offer. Golf. Oh. That's what I'm good at. We had golf. Soccer. That's my son, Ben, shooting. I'm showing Kathleen Oh, my God. How tall is he? Like seven foot he's four. Oh, he's 14. Look at that form. He's 14. He's about six four and a half. Has a 15 man shoe. He starts on the varsity. Oh my god! Team. He's amazing. Wow. He comes home from school, does his homework, then goes to the Jewish Community Center and shoots for two hours. Wow! Like okay. his mommy. He's yeah. really. Um. Okay, you went to Catholic school. Yes. And I would, if I had kids, I would send them too because I guarantee you, if you do it, your children will not join ISIS. Because <laughs> there's no fucking way if somebody approached me like when I was you know eighteen, hey, can we talk to you about our religion? No, no, you yeah. can't. No, 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 no. Oh, I fell for I that trick. That. I fell for that trick. Uh-huh. It's not that happening is again. Hilarious. Maybe in five years. I need Wait, a break. did you? I need do you have that in your act? Um, sometimes, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, okay, that and when you were in <laughs> high school, you worked. At a steakhouse and made 200 bucks a night. Absolutely. Nice. In high school. Stuart Anderson's, uh, perhaps you've heard of it. There's a few left. Right. Uh, Stuart Anderson's Black Angus Cattle Company. I actually met Stuart Anderson. It was like meeting Ronald McDonald. Right. I didn't even know the dude was real. Right. And sure enough, then he's standing in my bar. Right. In full cowboy outfit. Right. Ha. Um, he paid minimum wage plus tips, paid vacations, and insurance. No way. No. When what? I was 16. No what? way. Yeah. That's, he went to were Japan. you even old enough to That'd work? That'd be amazing yeah, now. I worked at fucking Burger King, and they made me clean up. They wouldn't even let me oh. fucking go to the counter. I, I would never nerd. work in a place Ugh. where I wouldn't get tipped. I know. I don't That's, understand I why people do that. that. Yeah, yeah. So wait. <laughs> go where the cash is available. They're handing you cash. Like, I, like my one sister was did like, you, I'm going to get a job at the library. Why? Nobody's going to tip you there. Are wait, you did you, okay did you save the money or did you spend it? Yeah, oh yeah, I saved it. And then I bought, the first thing I bought was I signed up to be an exchange student in France because I wanted to go. I just wanted to get out of Missouri. Right. And that was the ticket that was the right. cheapest. So I did that. For and how I, long? Um, About six weeks. But, and you lived with but, a family? Yeah, but here's what you love. Oh you my have God. to, on the form, you fill out this personality thing and yeah. then they're going to match you with a student. Right. But I was kind of op- honest. I was like, would you rather go to the opera I didn't think of the ramifications right. of my choices. Right. Would you rather go to the opera or um, would you rather go horseback riding? Yes, right. so I remember I filling this out. Riding. Yeah. And I put all the things that, well, I, what I didn't know is when you added all that up, it adds to redneck. So I got put with a French... With the French redneck family? That is fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, the, are I there was, French redneck family? Kind of. I was on a farm. He's here. Say it. Oh my God! The man, oh, the myth, 
the hotness, the fucking genius of Lewis Black has just walked in the room. This is the fucking best episode. I'm not kidding. You know how my kids smell. Like, Ben plays basketball how much? Like Too much. At least, you know, he's practicing. He... First of all, the whole basketball team was over the other day. I swear to God, it was like, I, it was so disgusting. Anyway. Mac Weldon for all of them. Uh, so I, want, I think I'm going to buy Mac Weldon for all of them because it, you do not smell because of the silver and, the, and it's so soft. Go to MacWeldon.com or JudyGold.com slash Mac and use code M-A-C-K. 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 Use code KILLME. You'll get 20% off, which is ridiculous. If you don't take advantage of this deal, honestly, you're doing yourself a disservice. I know. 20% you know, is huge. 20% off of this shit. It's like, I mean, this is and like. And it's really. Nice. High quality soft. shit. Yeah. High quality soft as hell. Yeah, it's beautiful. It feels like you're wrapped in a sheet all day long. Mm-hmm. Looks good. Sexy. You can wear it at night out of the town when you're trying to look good. You can wear it mm-hmm. for bedtime. Like, right. It's, it's amazing. MacWeldon.com. MacWeldon.com. Do your balls a favor. Your testicles. Ugh. Lewis, we're talking about uh, Madigan and her sort of blue collarish roots, yet the fucking work ethic is beyond. Anything like the integrity and work ethic. And I also, all right. She should have been a migrant worker. (laughs) (laughs) And I wouldn't have complained. You look so good. Yeah. It's all clothing. It is not. It's the magic of clothes. You are. Your hair looks nice, too. You're so handsome. It doesn't make sense. Shut the fuck up. Anyway, (laughs) um, then you got a BA in journalism. Yeah, that was stupid, too. Why? Are you upset you went to college, spent four years in college? When well, you're I can't say I don't know why house? I'm going to college when I don't want to be anything they offer. And then my dad would go, you're not going to college to get a job. You're going to college so you can have a conversation at a bar. And oh, that's I, good. I, yeah, but why, everything was about me being Lewis is like the old ladies at my 25 questions for a Jewish mother gig when they fucking... Start like unwrapping, <laughs> like I'm talking, I'm doing a woman I who survived it. Auschwitz, and then you hear. Yeah. <laughs> I heard it. What kind of candy do you have? He has little, those. It's a little Christmas candy. I love those. Do you those. have another one? No. I can get you one. No, but you're, t- you're talking, you can't have a sign. Yeah. Well, you're talking too. Wait, yeah. do you have a little sinus issue? I have a sinus issue. I constantly do. And if I, if I have the sinus issue, she doesn't. Yeah, that's how it works. And then if I lose weight, he gains it. If he gains weight, I lose it. Two of you. It's it's an osmosis thing. And it's also, it's almost becoming stigmata-ish. I'd say it's on the level of the stigmata. Now, are people, like, are your fans, Lewis's fans, and your fans, Kathleen's fans, are are they aware of the, the relationship, this, I mean, you guys are truly just, companions best friends like really an, an amazing it's it, a duo and, uh, and yet you have such separate careers and separate paths and and yet i have uh, edited lewis's wikipedia page and you put a lot of things on there that I really think. no, no. <laughs> Fuck up. No. Said, apparently i've only been doing stand-up since 1993 <laughs> I started, when i was a fucking sophomore in college well i you yeah. know somebody put on there i left it up it was on there for months that i was uh, one time or so currently yeah. married to carrot top <laughs> because all these DJs Whoa. kept going so what's it like to be married to Carrot Top and I'm like I don't know why would I know oh my well, it God. says on Wikipedia I mean I'm friends with I Scott. bet he would be fun to have sex with because he probably uses a lot of gadgets <laughs> yeah I would make a whole trunk hey look what I'm pulling out you're like he unzips his pants and then he's like well you thought it was gonna be that but it is this and 
Um, Here it goes. What? I got oh, Kathleen the candy. Um, she was jealous. You, you, you say that it was really your father that encouraged you to do stand up. No, they didn't even. That's what on Wikipedia too. No, here's what happened. And then There's, I read other interviews too, and no, it said your father was supportive, encouraged well, they, you. They were supportive, meaning right. nobody punched me in the face when I left the house. Right. That's Thank the highest form of support. Right. I'm not gonna. Did uh, you get hit a lot? No, I'm kidding. I, I got hit so much. Did you get hit, Lewis? No. No, it was always the fear of it. Yeah. It was I got always whipped with the, the belt. I thought that Are was you, normal. I got spanked. No. Whip with the belt. What were you doing? Wow. I, I used to curse a lot. Um, yeah, I got... A belt? A belt, yeah. My brother and sister would... Oh, they're killing me if they... They were very not nice to me. And so... And they were a year apart, and they were like a duo. And then my mother would come home, and I'd be like, they did this, and then they're like, no, we didn't. Oh, that's and I'm like, yes, so they did, and and this broke because they were pushing me, Ugh. and that I feel like that is why I am I am so into fairness. Like I like my mother was always like, why when do you get your blood pressure up? So because I can't stand when people fucking lie, when people are full of fucking shit. Like it gets me to the fucking core, which is why I love both of you so much. But um, Lewis, you. The, I mean, I love your relationship with your parents, and but it's your mother, really. It seems like her sarcasm and her, the way she thought and the way she reacted to things is similar to where your comedy comes from. Now, because your father is such a well, it's where my self loathing comes right. from. Right. It's <laughs> she. No, it, it. It. She was. Yeah, that's where the sarcasm. Right. My mother, same thing. I mean, yeah. Literally, nothing was ever. Okay. It was some fun. And out of the blue. Like, it would come out of left field. Like, like, like uh, uh, and I, this was in my, this is totally true. Like, uh, she called me once, and I had just bought these new sunglasses, and they broke, and I was really pissed because I really liked them. So, she calls me up, and she's like, well, what's the matter? I said, I, I just bought these sunglasses, and they broke. And she goes, well, where'd you buy them? And I said, San Diego. And she said... Who buys sunglasses in San Diego? Yeah, that's, that's... The hell you buy is... And I'm like, what? What? And then I feel like shit about myself. Like, maybe I should have bought them in New York where oh I could have returned. <laughs> like, and it was... Like, it was oh, shit like that. San Diego? Because you can't return them? Right! It's like, who buys sunglasses? And, and like, it was everything I did. You know, I came home with a 99. Why'd you get 100? Yeah, that's Every... mine. That was mine. Yeah, huh. always. Yeah. yeah. I was so scared. Like, kids are not scared of their parents anymore. But, like, I was scared to get a bad grade. I was scared. Yeah, though, I... I, I wasn't scared of that because I thought my mother... I'd get six A's and a B and my mother go, what about the B? Right. And I'd go, you're psychotic. Ha, 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 ha. You're out of your mind. <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously. Right. What, what was it being? Wood shop. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah I used to, we used to have to take um, home ec. Oh, yeah. Remember I, that? I had six months of, uh, or a semester where I had to sew, and then a semester where I had to cook. The sweatpants that I made, uh, I got up to model them, and they completely, the whole <laughs> But the lady liked me so much, she goes, I'm just going to give you a C, but Kathleen, don't ever do so. this for money. <laughs> I said, well, I'm, I wouldn't do any of this, because I'm not Amish. Who's sitting at home <laughs> making their own goddamn 
premium clothing. Well, my I mean, mother made ridiculous. all my clothes. Okay, well. But I was so tall. Well, and my mother yeah. would get get these. What were they called? Those patterns. Oh that, yeah, the sew patterns. Yeah, right? remember those? Yeah. Um, Singer Miracle oh, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my mother had a huge sewing machine. She knit all my sweaters. I still have tall. all my sweaters. Yeah, wow. um, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I remember I was at I was at uh, this girl's bat mitzvah, and it was the first one of the year. And I didn't know that everyone, my parents were older and like they were, we live in fucking suburb of New Jersey. My mother's from Manhattan. Um, and my father was, you know, he'd served in World War II. He's like, he was the youngest person ever to pass the bar in the state of New Jersey. He was not even well. allowed to practice law because he was too young. But then he went to World War II, came back, got a CPA. Yeah, went, but then he went to but, war. Yes. Yeah. And so... Anyway, I came, and all the other kids, it was the 70s, and their parents were born in the 50s. You know, my parents were born, my mother's born in 1916, and my mother's born oh my in 1922. Wow. And my grandmother's born in 1896. Jesus. This is who's in my house. Wow. And, and it was, <laughs> and the value system was completely like, you know, Hand crocheting and right. you know corsets. I mean, I remember all our kitchen utensils were, you know, the the sifter where you turn the thing. Like I, I just, it was. I grew up in this. Like my grandmother was twenty four years old when women were granted the right to vote. Like that's how I grew up. Did you churn your own butter? <laughs> anyway, so I go. I get invited to. Should I say the name? Yeah. Lori Blinder, who was so mean. There was a group of girls in my high school who were so mean to me. They were all Jewish. And my parents were always like, you really need to hang around with the Jews because, you know, they really thought that, you know, it's like they hate us. And that they all, everyone who's not Jewish hates a Jew. Like, they are from my father's in the war. I mean, that is how they... They all hate us! And I have that joke about, you know, I bring a new friend home. I'm like, Ma, this is my new friend, Beth. Would she hide you? <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's how I grew up. Like, and they used to show us video. But you think about it. It was born in 1962. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's that, 17 that... years after, you know, these, the uh, that, Auschwitz was liberated. That's not 17. a crazy fear. Right. So anyway, and these other people, my parents are the same age as their grandpa. So anyway, I get invited to Lori Blender's apartments. But even though... She wasn't really going to invite me, but she stopped me on the street. Her, her mother was driving. She's like, um, are you planning on inviting me to your bat mitzvah? And, because it was in November. So and was February. And I was like, yeah. Like, yeah, I was going to invite everyone in my Hebrew school class. Because my mother's like, you invite everyone. And, and, <laughs> and I said, yeah. She goes, all right, then I'll send you an invitation. Like, this is the way they talk to me. So I go... And it's at some big... Now, my parent... Were you bar mitzvah? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so... Everyone, I don't know if they did the big parties when you were a kid. No, in comparison, no, I had a shit party. Yeah, so Aww. my brother had a... It was good. Everyone came for uh, lots of bagels at her house afterwards. Like, we had no party. It was about the... Service. Yeah, and then my sister, they had dessert after hers on Friday night, and I had the biggest one. They had dinner before... And that was it. And then we had dessert. So, and so they slept. And so, <laughs> All right. And it was, yeah, right. Yeah, they didn't even have the coffee until afterwards. And no pictures because, you know, they were religious. You couldn't take any photos, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so, and everyone else, I'm at the end of the year. Everyone else, 
this one's coming out of a cake with sparklers, huh. and they're at these big fucking event spaces, yeah. and there's like a like chocolate, you know, flowing out of the ceiling around the whole fuck. It was ridiculous, and they would be on Saturday night, right? And so I get invited to the first one of my class, and uh, we're at we have to go to the bat mitzvah Friday night, and then Saturday night's the big shindig. So Orly Cohen picks me up. <laughs> She's a, a cousin. She had just she was in the. Uh, you know when the school kids got shot in '67 in um, in uh, no in Israel. She was in the uh, the Yom Kippur. Day. Oh, oh you mean the Six Day War? Yeah, Six Day War. Thank you. Oh. I get forty um, points. Thank you. I can leave now. So Lewis wins. Everybody, the thank you for coming. Here, I since saw her at a gig a few years ago. They moved the family, and she's cousins with her. And she was really nice. She wasn't in the clique, as we call it. So uh, she picks me up to go to this big shindig. And my mother had made me this blue jumper dress, you know, and then I had to come to the city to get shoes because they didn't carry my shoe size. We'd go to this one store in Manhattan. I was the fourth generation of my family to go to the tall, tall gal shoes, and they were really attractive. Anyway, so I'm wearing my outfit. I'm six feet tall. And Orly comes to the door to pick me up. She's in a gown, like a long gown, right? I get to the fucking shindig every person is wearing a long gown and I'm in a jumper that my mother fucking made. Damn. And I was sitting, I was like, you know, they have the friends table and I was the last person like where you have the cousins that you fucking have to invite. Right. There were two friends tables, all the cool kids and uh-huh. then the non-cool kids and the, you oh, know, my little damn. cousin and yeah. this one and that and I was on the last seat of the, and they were all like, Judith, really nice outfit. <laughs> and I was like, I can't fucking believe I have to put up with this shit. Like, how many more fucking years of this shit? And I hate all of them. But anyway, so my mother, yeah, she used to make all my clothes. And I don't know how we got on this oh, fucking You know what? If, if, if it were, what, what, what yeah. year was that yeah. around? That was 1970. Was born, okay, uh, if they would have waited 20, more, 20 yeah. more years, you would have been the coolest kid there in oh, your blue that. jumper. So, but... Cause you were just ahead of your shop. time. That's what we were talking about. It. What? Lou what? We were talking... Started with shop to home and gun. Right, right. right. Yeah. But then, you know, like, your parents... Uh, you're very active in civil rights. Like, your mother taught at an all-black school. Well, in D.C., yeah. Right. it was segregated. So. Right. And just... Yeah. So you grew up with this, like, well, there was awareness. A sense of, yeah, there was yeah. a sense of that going on. A there was a sense of fairness going on. Right. House, you know, that's it. but that's also, it's, it's partly from a sense of fairness and partly from my grandfather to my mother, everybody's getting screwed. Right. You're always getting screwed. Right. It doesn't matter. Even when they're being nice, there's somebody screwing you for something. Right. Except for the restaurants in New York. So there used to be bars, and the bars had steam tables. That was the only thing my grandfather would trust. You'd go in, they go, the meat, this meat's good today. That was the happiest my grandfather was in terms <laughs> of human kindness. But did he drink your grandfather? No. No, he was going for the lunch. Are you, you know, kidding me? My neighbor, Cy, goes to the cafeteria at Sloan Kettering because they have really good mashed potatoes. They probably do. Because it's the old people food, and they're cooking for that. Okay, you don't go to Sloan Kettering <laughs> yeah. for lunch. For the fucking mashed yes, potatoes. It's a, a, right. a cancer hospital. Wow. You know what? No, you can't find plain ones. I'm leaving now. Truffles in them and garlic and shit. I wish. Is that fucking ridiculous? I wish I would have known that in college. I would go with this guy. 
Give him my number. I'll go with him if he needs to. Have fun. He walks around with a transistor radio and bets on the horses. Can I? I love him even more. He sounds like a soulmate. You are an old man. I have to know how you guys met. Like the first time. I remember we were. This is how unsuccessful we were. Yeah. We were working at Catcher Rising Star in Chicago. Remember? It was right in, 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 in the, the Park Hyatt. Yes. It's, but in the Park Hyatt, when you went uh, to the guide for entertainment, they didn't mention Catch a Rising Star, which was in their hotel. Right. They sent people to Zanies. <laughs> I'm like, we're fine right here. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, it was on the directory. It said, like, things to do in town. So they didn't Are you fucking catch kidding on me? that they... But didn't they, they had one at, in Princeton. That yep. was the second one. Yeah, he did that one. Yeah, yeah I used to do that a lot. And, and uh, there was one. Where was the other one? Was that it? No. Boston? No. Boston. Yeah, they had Cambridge. Cambridge. Cambridge, Cambridge Catch a Rising Star. Movie. Yes. Truly one of the and great And then they tried movies. the one in yeah. Vegas. Yeah, which was... Winston. Wait, it, what? It was called Catch a Rising Star for a while, and then it was in the basement of Valley. Valley's. I did that because... Yeah. Oh, wait. This is the best. You know what they did? We were talking about like how they do this themed fucking comedy shows before you were here. They did, uh, wait, 18 feet of comedy, and it was all female comics over six feet tall. <laughs> wow. Is there enough? It was me. Wow. I forgot. It was Bernadette Luckett. Pam Stone was tall. No, and it was uh, I mean, she's still alive. someone else. It's not like she was dead, but... Uh, <laughs> I forgot. She still does... Uh, I forgot. But... Uh, I'll remember, but that is fucking 18 plus feet of comedy. Like, do do they have, like, fat people, like, two tons of fucking comedy, and it's like, you know, it's like, I couldn't... They could have got big, fat, obese comedy. Because Lewis, well, I I knew Rusty McGee, who I fucking adored, greatest guy did you meet you? Of course, you know Rusty. No, I never got. Was his never name Rusty McGee? Rusty McGee. Rusty McGee. And that's a great a name. Brilliant, brilliant musician, composer. composer. Wow. And Lou, I knew Lou. You know, I remember seeing you because you were a playwright and you do these plays. And but you had you were it was like I saw you and I thought of the West Bank. That's all. Yeah. And you used to do stand up before the plays. Right. And. Um, and I always thought of you as this, well, he's, you know, really sophisticated. He's <laughs> also in, he goes to the, um, whatchamacallit, Williams, um, Williams, uh, Williams Town Theater. Uh, Williams Town, yeah, and I was like, oh, he's really, you know. Oh, yeah, and, and you worked so fucking hard, like, at your stand-up. Like, you, because you were angry, uh... <laughs> All the time. All the time. <laughs> and I was always angry, too. Yeah. And I would just fucking scream at everyone, I fucking hate you, and I don't know why you're laughing. But you <laughs> always just, I don't know, you wanted to make your material better and better and better and better and get your point across. I don't know. You're just so, like, I, you're just such an inspiration, too. And, the, and you know, I always felt like, oh, I, I go out every fucking night and do this. And I saw so many people who would just get these opportunities like especially in the 80s late oh, yeah. 80s and 90s like oh, mm. yeah, because yeah. i have five minutes about how i live 
with my mother-in-law and my, you know, her, you know. Well, remember would, in Montreal where they were given everybody except we didn't get, not, the three of us didn't get any money. I, I, didn't, even, I didn't even get to Montreal. You I, didn't? Not for a long time. So when did you go? I didn't get to go until I had an HBO special. I went. Oh, right, I was on a It was right. 10 years after, so it had been, uh, it was about 2000. The first time they saw it was in 90 or something, or 89. Right. And I did the same. And then when I did it, it was, it was election year, it was 2000. And the, the, uh, they said, uh, do the, uh, the it was, they didn't want me to talk about politics. What? Yeah. Mm-mm. And, but, and they went through, uh, and they wanted me to do what essentially was the same set. Uh, with some revamp right. uh, that I did when I first auditioned 10 years before. Right. Yeah. They were paying uh, It was an unbelievable. Talk about the, the one, and, and mainly a lot of it was about the weather. Right. My strongest suit, really. Yes. Um, I'm still the best weather comic there is. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. How, what year is this? I was an opening act, um, probably 89. 89, 90, 91. Somewhere around there. And I drove to Chicago 91. in my little car. Mm-hmm. And what uh, Mercury Tracer. That's mm. right. Every car I buy, that brand goes out of business. <laughs> so um, watch out, GMC, because I right. just bought one. Uh-huh. Your favorite cars are Pontiacs and Mercury's. Yeah. I still love them. I love still, Pontiacs. still have a yeah. Mercury. Um, you had a Cadillac. Uh, the Cadillacs aren't what they used to be, I'm sorry to say. I know, but I remember we were oh, at the I did have one and you had your catalog. Yeah. I'm like, really? Because I'm huh. a 75 year old um, right. man. Okay. Yeah. And <laughs> we, I watched his act, and I thought, wow, like I had was seen. You, was he headlining? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't even remember where the middle was, or if there wasn't one, or I don't remember. Maybe well, that I was a whole. Maybe I was thing middle about a middle act. Yeah. I don't know. I all I know is we don't remember the third. Oh, well, because they had the piano guys. Oh, so it's just me and you. Yeah. Okay, then that's why we because there wasn't one. That's why I don't remember. Right. It. Woo. Um, and I thought, wow, because I'd seen like all the funny bone guys, like Bill Engvall and all, but everybody was kind of silly-ish. Right. Right. And he right. was like making valid points. <laughs> right. Thought, right. Well, right. this is interesting. This is kind of a shit storm. Right. Kind of <laughs> coming together in a way that's really weird. And then afterwards, he goes, you want to go get a drink at the bar? And I thought, I don't know. He seems kind of wound up. Like, right. I don't know that. I don't know. Wound that, up. Yeah. I would be the I'll, perfect I'll, term. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not really a wound right. up person. That, that energy can make me right. nervous. And I just want to. And I go, oh, okay. So this is what I thought. This guy is really fun. Well, first of all, we both smoked cigarettes. So mm-hmm. that was a great start. Right. Yeah. Um, we both liked really weird bars and there was this ladder like a library ladder except it went like heaven to this giant most expensive scotch ever and Lou goes I'm going to make him do it and I go are you really? (laughs) Really? And he goes yeah I go that shot's going to cost like a hundred bucks so money we don't have he goes I don't care I want to see him go up the ladder and that's why (laughs) Did did he do it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah How much? Yeah uh, it was about sixty and knocked out sixty bucks for this. For, for was the it month. good? Yeah, it was phenomenal. And he knocked out half of the Christmas tree on his way down from the ladder. Like <laughs> seriously, like a bad sitcom. That. Well, like, that's a picture of high at least old, gigantic yeah. ass Christmas tree right. with just shit all over it, and uh, at least half of it came down. That is fucking worth hard. it. And then, okay, and so we, you were just at the bar, and was this the first night of the gig? Or yeah, yeah. Well, it was every night. <laughs> yeah. it was every night of the gig. Right, no, I'm just saying. All right, so then you like I know. How you bond on the road? So you just immediately bonded. Yeah, we did. Yeah, because a lot like, of like were you calling each other 
room, like, what are you doing for breakfast? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, and then yeah, when we left, the there's no cell phones because we're just that old. Right. So it was like, well, here's a, I don't, I had a 1-800 number, a service, because I was right. always on the road. What, you can't call me a condo. Right. So I would pick up my messages and call people yeah. back. But, I mean, to stay in touch back then, you had to make an effort. Yeah. He had a real number because he had an apartment, but I didn't have a real, I didn't have a home. You were on the road road yeah, going that. condo, condo? She, yeah. Yeah, she was crazy. I loved it. I hated If you that. are in a house with nine people your whole life, being with two oh, other comedians, yeah. it's like being at a luxury resort. <laughs> like, there's nobody here. It's just two right. guys, and I don't have to listen to them. Right. You know, Ron White could come in here and go, I don't know, they did, they, whatever. <laughs> whatever, Texas. I'm not doing it. Yeah. You know, Lewis, what you were doing polit- political material before anyone else, like yeah. in regular comedy clubs. Yes. Yeah, I don't really, yeah, I guess. I, I was doing a lot, I was doing 20% of the act was political. Though. Right. In, in but the, it was, it was, I, I still am amazed, um, and I don't usually say nice things to him, so I'm glad this <laughs> right. is recorded, so there's proof that I did. Um, like the topics that he will bring up that could cause... A reaction I never want out of a crowd. I want no confrontation. Right, Zero. right, right. Zero. I don't want you to talk. I don't re- just know. But some of the topics, I was like, it's really bold. Mm-hmm. And you can't be right. like, a, there's so many comedians that are just ballless wonders. I mean, to go up and, even last weekend, he's talking about gun control in Louisiana. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. Or no, Biloxi. Yeah. He goes, yeah, well, it was a little rough out of the gate. But you're talking about gun control <laughs> right. in Biloxi, Lou. These, they love but that's guns. what I love about I do him. Too, because I'll never be that person. Right. I'll never. I wouldn't. I know. I, I tend to bring up the Holocaust um, <laughs> as much as possible, especially when there are German people in the audience <laughs> or Polish. I swear to God, from Germany. In Austria. Oh, and don't I forget can't. The I, and it's so weird because yeah. the minute I, I'm like, oh, where are you from? Germany. It's like. I, I can't. Like, I have a physical reaction if they're not Jewish. Like, where the fuck was your grandfather? You yeah. know? Yeah. And, I, you know, I always do, like, oh, I was there. I went to visit relatives, but they're all dead. So, anyway. <laughs> I was going to tell you, okay, we're going to throw out a, 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 a rarely promote anything uh, other than Kathleen's. Right. Show dates. Right. That's part yeah. of my job. Well, but he, if he says I'm a good comedian on cable TV, he gets a dozen golf balls. But if it's network, he gets three dozen. Like on the wow. Well, Can I have a deal like that with you? Because <laughs> I need. Yeah. Go ahead. No, uh, there's a book you should read. Mm-hmm. It's written by a German. Oh, yes. uh, I gave it out as Christmas presents. It was given to me by uh, a, a friend of mine. And. Uh, it, you and it's um it, it, it's it, it's called Look Who's Back. Look Who's Back. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And I gave it to Kathleen because she's like she's a noted a noted Hitler scholar. I know you read the <laughs> Nuremberg. Uh, oh, she reads everything. The best book ever. Oh, I the second s- second one. My battle with the truth. Albert Speer. Right. That's, uh, <laughs> my battle uh, with the truth. Yeah, his right. battle is yeah. he doesn't tell it. Spelled T R O O F. Yeah, I find myself lying at least fifty. Who wrote this? So it's re- I can't think of his name because it's, uh, it's, I, it's a German name. Because, but it, it's look who's back. You can find it on okay. Amazon. Hitler, Hitler wakes up in a park in Germany, and he's the age he was when he went into the bunker, and he's so and he smells of gasoline, and he obviously right. smells as if. But it's right. like two thousand and eleven. But right. it's now. And uh, he starts wandering around. Mm-hmm. 
and there's no, what's truly great about the book is there's no setup. It's no like, this is how he got there and the thing, she, but he was he really. He just wakes up. And then yeah. he, because he's wandering around and because of the, this guy fits the thing, he becomes a YouTube sensation because <laughs> everyone thinks he's kidding. And he never, the one. Oh, that is uh, fucking so hilarious. Picture, picture like a bunch of young kids that work at right. Comedy Central. Right. There's all these kids at this station where they're going to have him on their YouTube channel and all this stuff. And right. they're like. Dude, this is so crazy. You never break character. Like, you never stop being Hitler. And he's like, why would I? I am Hitler. And they're like, this is so fun. Do you do Borman? Do you do Goring or anybody? Why would I do Borman? That fat stuff. Like, because it's, it's one of the, it is the funniest book I've How ever read. It's one of the funniest books I've read since Catch-22. Really? So I, I gotta, I gotta read it. And it's also probably... Outside of the uh, the German mentality in dealing with the war, because they also mix him up. There's a German now, apparently the legitimate TV personality who kind of mocks Hitler. Right. But they go. But they're all like, he's you're, better. You're so much better than he. Ah, and look, that's hilarious. <laughs> you look like. But, but it's also, and this is the stunning thing about the about it is it's it's the oddest choice for an analysis for a person or a fictional, I mean, in a novel or whatever, or anyone from history to analyze, uh, to basically comment on uh, social media. Right. The whole thing is, as much as it's about the Nazis and da 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 being funny, it's a really amazing analysis of what what YouTube and Facebook and all those things, because he basically sees it as a way to take over the world. Right, and right, how right. Come these people aren't using it. Yeah. And you kind of go, holy, it's shit you never thought right, of. Right, yeah, right, right. But it is, but if you think about it, it is taking over the world yeah. now. I mean, look at the yeah. fucking. I, I want to, I really want to get into the what you're pissed off about, but I have to say, it is so fucking depressed. I like it. I wake up. All right, I don't know what you, what's your alarm in the morning? What do you mean? What do you. What do you wake up to? Oh, oh, my phone. What do you wake up to? My phone. Honk, 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 honk. Oh, yeah. I wake up to uh, classical music, and they always have, like, news. Oh, I would never wake yeah. up. I wouldn't either. Oh, no. Yeah, it, just... it gets really loud. I love classical music. All right. No, anyway, that's I mean, great. Uh, but you can do it. Today, I, I, would lie, I would lie there and not get up for the... And then I would incorporate it. No, I just... It makes my mind... Wow, like I want. Great. I listen to every instrument. I, was, I majored yeah. in music, but I, like... Wow. I literally love to sit and isolate if I'm listening to a symphony just you know the oboe or wow, just that and it's to me it's like uh I need anyway. vibrating walls or something I need well I woke up this morning and it was like the suicide bomber ha- like that's all I heard and I was like every fucking day every fucking day I wake up and there's another fucking asshole who's well, fucking up the world. You, you, know, can set, you, you can set your phone to play symphony music. No, I know. For I just like, <laughs> you don't have to put it on the news. <laughs> well, I hate, I hate the DJ. So I always, I'm like, uh, whenever he starts talking, you know, that was, uh, that was Brahms. And, and I'm like, shut the fuck up. And then I press news. Um, they should use, use it. Here's an interesting experiment with that though, because uh, in 2004, I did that show, Last Comic Standing, and we got put in a house, and we were allowed no phones, no TV, oh, yeah. no newspaper. Right, I remember. No newspaper. I mean, nothing. 
And they, they had a girls' room and then the guys' room. So it was me and Tammy and Bonnie, but Bonnie got um, voted off like the first week. So it was basically me and Tammy the whole time. And That's I said, I, I am in, uh, an information junkie and I really me, don't I like this situation. We couldn't even have a book. And like, you know, no, they're like, is... they go, how do you feel? They had to do these interviews with the producers. I go, I'm getting dumber by the fucking minute. <laughs> and this isn't funny anymore. Right. It was really funny for like an hour, but I really don't think you should just allow people to become morons. I've been in this house for a month. I've had no information. No, you were there in a month for a yeah, month? They, they only did that for one season, right? Yeah, then such then a, wait, 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 wait. One full month. Like, you couldn't leave the house. Couldn't leave the property at all. I said, what happens? Is, is there a guard tower? Will I get did shot? Did you get a shitload of money? on Brentwood Canyon? Yeah. No, we didn't get a shitload of money. It was fine. No, they didn't. And you didn't really want to win it. Um, right. And there was, no, and there was yeah. no alcohol. It's like and American so, Idol. You don't really want to win it. You want to come in seven. Right. Just be yeah. on it a long time. Right. Yeah. And there was no alcohol. So me and John Heffron, the only other Midwest beer drinker, we said, can we please have a six-pack? So they brought us a six-pack. John and I each drank a beer and went back, and they took the other four away. I'm like, I didn't know I had to slam them. I thought you were giving me Oh, three my God. But, but you think the information bothers you, and you think the TV, until it is you taken away. You can't have it. Yes. Well, I... Well, like, it also informs your comedy and your writing, right? Yeah. And you have to be... Yeah, but I have to know uh, everything. No, I, yeah, I would do it. Like, Even when people are, are like... When I, I say things, and people are like... I'll be like, oh yeah, David Bowie. Why? What happened? I'm like, are you? <laughs> then I can I can never talk to that person again. Like I, it's like I, when I talk to someone and they're like a Republican, and then I'm like, oh, th- I'm done. I'm fucking done. <laughs> or at least I don't care if they're Republican if you have an opinion. That no, I don't care if they're Republican, but if they're like, just be an yeah. informed yeah. opinion. Yeah. I yeah. went to yoga only like three times in my life. I was trying to quit smoking. And yeah, let's said let's that like to write that down. That's yeah. historic. You yeah. never admitted to that. <laughs> <laughs> things i tried everything but it's I went recorded. In and it was the day we started the shock and awe campaign in iraq mm-hmm. and dick cheney and everybody came on and said game on bush came on shock and awe shock and awe shock and awe mm-hmm. i go to yoga and i said to the girl uh, the teacher girl she was like oh my god today has been so peaceful i go not if you're in baghdad <laughs> oh, <laughs> and she goes what and i go shock and awe you know the war no no. Like, and I thought, I have had moments where I think, should I live like that? Like, right. Right, would of I course. be calmer? Yeah. I probably wouldn't smoke 70,000 cigarettes a day. I'd probably be a better person. I think but some people are happier. You know what? Yeah. I think there's a there's a they, balance, too, of you understanding and knowing. This room does not even talk about balance. I retract that last statement. No, but but, it's, it's like those people, you know, I was just on a Caribbean island. Right. It's those people who just said, okay, that's it. I'm out. Right. You know, I'm not doing this. And right. I, I, I at times feel like I d- well, I'm I out. Do that. I mean, I right. just get to, I've gotten to the point, and it, I think it's partly, it's not just the, it, what's, what makes it really worse is the, uh, is the amount of screens we're surrounded by. It's oh. not, it's every, everywhere you turn, there's a screen. You, you know, you can't kind of avoid it. You turn yeah. your phone on, you know, it's, it's a totally different landscape than we've ever lived right. in. And it's, it's, it's it's like so much information and so much, and for every time it's like you know, I was saying today, it, 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 you got pre- the President Obama cries on TV, okay, right. okay. So then for fucking a day and a half, you got to listen to people going, "Boy, what a sissy!" He's crying. You know, these are congressmen saying this shit. 
But then you got to have somebody defending his right to cry. I don't care. Right. It's right. one moment in time. That's it. He cried. There's no... What about John there, fucking Boner? I know, but he cries no, over every fucking... But yeah. there's no need for discussion. Right. Right. The everything that's what the Everything team. needs to be discussed. Right. Well, you know, and right. that yeah. bitch said he had an onion on his fucking podium. Oh, yeah. Fuck you. You oh, are a punto. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. Yeah, yeah, because why would anybody cry over dead children? Yeah. Like, there'd be no yeah. reason to cry. Yeah. He, the and problem... Why is, why is he crying over the, terror? The problem is the... Um, <laughs> fuck you, you because fucking Because they idiot. need to fill 24 hours a day of CNN and Fox. But and it's this. also like, what I don't get... It wouldn't happen. Back in the day when there was the nightly news, uh, a white guy came on and smoked and yelled yeah, at that's, us. That's the and, balance I'm talking about. And then it was over, though. The news but it was, was over. over. No, Nobody it wasn't because you get up at and you would read my parents well, read so many newspapers reading, like, reading the paper is, is now um, I feel like oh no, it's it's on here all day no I get mine delivered I can't yeah, but, but the news is on at your well, house I, too 20, I know 24-7 but like I'm I, saying I like a newspaper but you finish reading a pa- people read the paper in the morning in some cities it was an evening paper and it took you about half an hour and that was it <laughs> it's not right. natural that was all yeah. fucking day right 24 hours a day and now I, I really don't like um, there's a lady on CNN in the morning because she puts a motion into her delivery of the news which like I I don't Carol think Costello. yes she'll go oh my god these people are robbing a Walmart why would Anyone rob a Walmart? Did you, I don't know. Who gives a shit? It's a just fact. Say, right. Just, just say the it's fact, a fact and shut the fuck up. It doesn't have to be this. Why? Because they're poor people and they're fat, and Walmart has Cheetos and they don't have any money. That's why they're robbing I Walmart. Think I, I don't know. You should do the news. Want, I miss the Walter Cronkite. That's like I miss the newscaster where you have no idea what they party feel. he's affiliated with. It is like it's comforting, but also how the fuck? Remember, remember that's remember when like I really feel like I want to do a video of uh like the Kennedy Nixon debate versus the fucking debates we have to watch now. They have no respect for the office of the president when when our president I don't care who the fuck he is is delivering a speech from the Oval Office. You don't have fucking Donald fuckhead Trump tweeting. I mean, where the fuck? What the fuck happened to us? That there's no respect. You lie. They yell, you lie to Obama and not to fucking George W. Bush. Who? I. There is no. There's no boundaries. There's no. Yeah. There's something. But this is what happened. They're all in on it too, though. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's the thing. It's that phone. It's It's the fucking phone. Yeah. You know, because it's really... Um, um, I'll say before the phone, though, think about it. When CNN and and then Fox and then MSNBC, this before the cell phone, when all those... CNN's been around for uh, right. a long time. They had to fill 24 hours a day of, of programming, and there's just not 24 hours a day worth of news. Well, there is, but you'd have to go It's global, international, yeah. And yeah. it would have to be difficult things for Americans right. to understand. And for, the stuff they pick to focus on over and over again... It's not really... No, when you go watch yeah. CNN International, you realize, oh, wow, we aren't getting... Our, our Sky News yeah. compared to our news, right. um, which is now, they say, entertainment. They, you know, and yeah. they're all rock stars. Katie Couric's out partying with all these people. Right. Every news anchor... In journalism school, you're told, never join a club, never become a member of anything, because you need to be objective and right. not but, hooked up with these people. But what about the opening of the debates? 
tonight. Um, it's like I'm in a, a fucking movie. It's countdown. a trailer. And a countdown. It yes. is. They've got a countdown on the uh, side. They have a countdown five. today well, for the speech tonight, oh, for the yes, president's no, speech Well, you today. also can't limit. I watched the Canadian debates, and they're so much more civil. First of all, they do them in French and English. I don't know how Canada hasn't conquered us, like, in five seconds. Right. They're already that much Because better, they're right? not... Ridden with evil, selfish they, motives. I noticed when I'm in Canada because I was just in Toronto. They're for not weeks, insane. They, I was like, where's the fury and the passion and the rage? There is none. No, they don't have anything to be enraged about. They're pretty happy. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of boring though. I like that. <laughs> well, no, but it's much well, more about. And then they would ask it's about questions. fairness. And, and now I do you like the do you like um, uh, Trudeau? Well, he's beautiful. But Lou said, Lou said his mom was even hotter. Really? I love Pierre. I loved Pierre. Oh, she was a little I know. Yeah, crazies are good What's offensive to me, that's true. I think it's offensive to the American public. It's offensive to people running for president. Is the time limit on these answers when they'll go, Judy, tell us how you'd fix Syria. You have 60 seconds. Right. No. Pass. I'm not doing that. Right, I, I don't right, know why right. somebody doesn't say no. Like That's a ridiculous thing to say 60 seconds to a major problem. Okay. Like, Here or is a complex the other thing. issue. The other thing is, you look at these people, Chris Christie cannot stand up without leaning on the fucking podium. And he always gets that end spot where we can see the perfect... Right. Yeah, it's like, just, I don't want a fucking president who's, like, leaning on the fuck can't fucking stand up. Sorry. <laughs> Donald Trump with his stupid fucking face, like... I mean, there's no integrity at all. It's commander in chief, you know. Yeah. The president used to be the commander in chief of the military. Right. Like, they 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 don't even have to it's, fight or enlist at all anymore. No idea what's going on. It's it's uh, like all right. So Fox News, which is wag the dog. I mean, That's it good. really is wag the dog. Okay. How is that? Like, here's what I don't get. Maybe you can answer me, Lou. I don't understand people blatantly lie during these debates. Blatantly make up shit like Carly Farina, Fiorina, whatever the fuck her name is, is living in some, like, uh, what they did. And, like, blatantly making shit up. Like... Well, they do the fact check, but they don't do it till afterwards. Yeah. But why is that... Why does that get to... Continue on because the uh, partly because the the, when they uh, the, the the debate the, the way in which the debates are established make it impossible to put right, in right. because they're not allowed after Carly Fiorina says that you know the 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 person sitting there who's the, really the the uh, you know the moderator can't go you know well that's a pile of shit right <laughs> just, just made up well if we had better moderators they could well exactly. And, I mean, and they don't even do it during the interviews. But it's considered. I know, but it's you know? considered impolite now. They're like, oh, well, those people trashed us, and then they won't have the debate on well, that. Well, now Donald Trump is like, yeah, he tried. <laughs> I can't. What the fuck? Donald Trump is going to be the nominee. Do you think he's going to be the nominee? Yes, no. of course. You don't? No. No. I don't either. Who do you think it's going to be? I, I, I think it's going to be. Um, I think it's going to be uh, um, uh, Deputy Dog. Or Foghorn Leghorn. Ha ha ha! I hate Foghorn Leghorn. I think we dug deep enough. No, I think I don't know, but I don't. I think it's going to be possibly Rubio. Yeah, which I can't have because for the next four years, if he becomes president, any news anchor that goes 
today, President Marco, I'm going to yell uh, polo back at the right <laughs> for four years, and I'm going to think it's right. just as funny every time He's I not going to win. Here's my difficulty is, is that... Uh, Ted Cruz isn't the first one. And Cruz, yep. I don't think Cruz can win. The problem is, is there, they have this, you know, maybe it works. I don't know. I can't imagine. It's one thing to say, okay, Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, uh, um, Alabama, you know, but it's another thing to say New York State. Right. Well, who are they going to vote for in New York State? Nobody says, they're so focused. Uh, I mean, I don't know. You know, but the, the 25% or 27% is of the Republicans, you know, mm. of just the Republicans, right. which is, mm-hmm. which then takes it down to that's, let's say, let's say the Republicans are at 47%. Right. So you take that, you take 25% of that, that's not right. a lot. Right. I mean, basically, they're going to have to, what's going to have to happen is it'll be Rubio, um, Cruz, uh, Trump, and, and somebody else. I don't think it'll be Bush because I think Bush is. Oh God, him. he is! And can you imagine being the son in that family? Like, well, you know, you know, they look at him like, "Look, Jeb." Well, Neil's you know, the real bad one. Neil Bush. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's the one that's always in terrible trouble. So Jeb looks better than him. But they were always saying Jeb was the smart one. Right. I know. I know. Well, I know. Well, and then he, you look at him and you go, oh, if that's the fucking smart one. Maybe he just didn't get the personality. You know, to, to everybody wanted to, all the, the people who voted for W wanted to go drinking with him and riding around in his reaction truck. Jeb just doesn't have the charisma. But the people who um, vote for or are supporters of Donald Trump, who does echo Adolf in so many on so many levels, like, Get him out of here. Send him out. Don't give him a coat. Like, who the fuck are you? Right. You know, it, you know, the was... people are uneducated and make less than $50,000 a year. Yeah. But, hold on now. Here's the weird part. He truly is, and oh, I only know this because I know a comedian that was there, not because he was supporting Donald Trump, but for demerits. Like, in Sarasota, Florida, um, he, put, he got 10,000 people in, in an arena and my friend Tim was saying, he goes, and Mexicans were there, and the, there's only like, you know, whatever, 90 black people in Sarasota, 80 of them were there. Uh-huh. So are people just going to see a free show? I think they're going. Show? I think they're it's a free paid. show. Yeah. Well, it's a free show. Yeah. I mean, the I mean, Mex- you know, Mexican supporters I are very get, loud. You yeah. I, the three of us couldn't get 10,000 people in a free show. Right. No, right, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so why are they coming, though? Just because of a curiosity? You don't it's, think it's going to translate? Mar- because Marco Rubio is, can't get four farmers in a caucus in Iowa. Right. So uh, uh, is what you're saying Part is of that a, everybody's going to wisen up at some point and go, well, that was funny, but we can't do that. I think and part of it is people are going out and looking at it's entertainment. It is. It's free entertainment. That is, but do you think he knows that it's free entertainment? I don't or think he's he starting to believe. I think that. he's a brand. Yes. Yeah. And that we haven't. I don't think we've reached the tipping point. I uh, think he's. I think he's just as happy, uh, win or lose. Oh yeah, because he's, he's, well, his he brand win, is. Will, he'll call them all losers. You know. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then he can. You know, because he can just step back. Now he's got this place where you know. He can be the guy. Yeah. Right. I'm the guy who tells you what's really, you know. Right, right, like, right. Well, what's good, though, is I like that he stole Chris Christie's thunder on that. Yes, yes. Chris Christie was the, I'm the no bullshit, I'll tell you to shut up, I'll tell you right. to sit down. And then Trump does it better. You get another <laughs> But I love when Trump said that thing about Christie when he said, uh, oh, he knew about the George Washington. You think he didn't know that? He knew. <laughs> 
it's oh yeah that was I mean great. then I'm like oh well right. this is yeah, where, all right. like a millisecond this is, I broke down I think we were watching that one together and the, the, the one debate and they go I don't know how some, somehow Atlantic City came up and and, uh, and and we if you've read all about Chris Christie had took all kinds of that money you know mm-hmm. and it's just still a shithole it's worse than ever oh it's the, everything's closing it's horrible if that and White House shop, shop closes I'm gonna kill myself know, yeah. have you, oh, oh yeah, my god sent us there. that fucking it, yeah. isn't that the best place yeah. the right. All right. In the so he said uh, he goes yeah uh, I mean nobody really knows what happened to Atlantic City right Chris nobody really knows and I I, I, I was said to you or texted you or I'm yeah. like yes. ask the hookers yeah. right, they know right, what happened right. they can tell you everything that happened ask a comedian that's been right. there 25 years but that well, that was another thing that got thrown out in the debate and no one said anything like hey guys that's kind of a bunch of shit we right. do know what happened to Atlantic City and Chris Christie you were involved with Revel the, the, right. the casino and the, that, 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 he's that, a that. fucking fat piece but. of shit <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to episode 35 with Kathleen Madigan featuring Louis Black. We will continue the episode with Louis Black featuring Kathleen Madigan very in the near much future-ish. So thanks again for listening. Thanks for listening to all our shows. Please throw us a five-star rating on iTunes. Give us a good review. It really helps out the show. And uh, so long. Uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. Hello. So